Welcome to the Brand Ballers Podcast with Carl and Mike, where it's all about learning to build a brand that people understand. In this episode, we're going to share our social media experiences and offer three tips on how you can build some momentum for yourself, no matter the network. Let's do the show. When it comes to social media for business, it's practically a given that your business should be on some form of social media. And I say that because social media naturally attracts lots of people, and some of those could actually be potential clients. But the hardest part is choosing the platform that's right for your business. Snaps, tweets, likes, selfies. What and where to begin? And Carl, you and I have debated and still debate about which networks we should be marketing our businesses, right? Uh, yeah, totally. I mean, I think every single time anything new comes about, we're always thinking, should we be on that? And I think there's just so many that are out there that, you know, it's so hard to focus on what we should really focus on, really. Um, there are so many different types that focus on different interests, different formats, and it's everything's like about communication. And it's all, you know, where are people going to be communicating? Where are these conversations? And mm-hmm. they might be using social media instead of, for example, traditional email or phone calls. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and for, right? Exactly, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this whole thing about even my friends, no one wants to call each other. <laughs> uh, people prefer to use WhatsApp. Uh, the same thing with when it comes to finding information or talking about it. Do we share it over uh, sort of groups and networks or email? You know, so things are, are changing. And for business, you know, relationship building and just just keeping clients updated, social media is a place where you can actually do all of this. So, Carl, how about we start off by sharing our experiences using social media for our businesses? Can you talk about when you first dove into social media and the importance it has had on your own brand. Yeah, totally. So my relationship with social media started out in 2004, I believe. It's probably when I first joined LinkedIn. And around that time, I also started a podcast that year, oddly enough. And I think it's been kind of like this up and down roller coaster kind of thing where you just can't get off of it anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, It's probably also been a larger impact on my brand and business than I really could have imagined. And I know that I'm not even taking full advantage of it. Um, probably the first time that I realized how powerful social media could be was that English podcast that I started back in 2004 called Evolution English. It was pretty amazing because I thought, man, I can't believe it. Some idiot like me can talk about stuff and have people from around the world listening to me teaching English. It was just absolutely insane when I thought about you know, how powerful that was. And, you know, but in spite of what that, you know, in spite of that early taste of what social media could do, it probably wasn't until 2009 when I first started publishing presentation skills videos on YouTube that things really started happening with social media. And right now, up till this point, YouTube and probably YouTube has been about 90% of everything that I'm doing today, including this podcast, because that's how you and I met, right? That's mm-hmm. how you and I became friends is because you saw some video of mine, right? So in terms Epic of importance... Video. Right, epic videos. <laughs> so in terms of importance, I would say that I'm very lucky and grateful for what social media has done for me and my brand. I mean, what about you? How important has social media been for you? So during my first job, it was also in 2009. Uh, it was with a small company of 50. Uh, one of my first assignments was to set up the social media accounts and start marketing for the company. And really, it's just amazing how you could get access to you know, good bits of information, good articles that we see 
just because people are willing to share this stuff. So for me, the power of social media is that there's a ton of information available and you can use that to help educate or to help just share with others and uh, provide some kind of value. Cool. Okay. So all the different options that we have for social media nowadays are pretty much, I guess, all relevant to a certain degree for whatever way you decide to be communicating with people because it's not just internal like how you started out before, but it's so much more about being, I guess, external as well, right? Well, it's totally about being external, I guess, right? It's all, it's all just getting people to talk to each other and talk to you and whether you use, you know, whatever format you want, you have it basically at your disposal. Cool. All right. So should we talk about maybe the platforms then? It's, I don't know. Should we? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> well, I think that when you start talking about the social media platform that you want to be on, um, I think that what you want to think about really, because it can really drive people nuts, just thinking about all the different formats out there. We mentioned that earlier on in the show because every single week, it seems, there's something new that comes out. But I think that the way to choose is to choose by deciding something that is related to your goals. So that might be the best way to talk about platforms, uh, for example, that I'm using, is to first talk about maybe goals and then kind of go from there to describe what platforms can satisfy those goals. What do you think? Yeah, okay. Sounds good to me. And I was thinking maybe you sh could share um, some of your goals and then I could talk about some action steps uh, to get started. Cool. All right. So I have pretty much two sets of goals. Uh, first one is that I've always wanted to help people achieve their goals with either my presentation skills videos and also with maybe teaching companies how they can use content marketing to grow their business. So that's one goal. And then the second one was to always think about, okay, how do I build my brand as a consultant, as a pseudo corporate filmmaker, and as a voice actor as well? And how do I incorporate marketing my services into all of this? So those are pretty much the two goals that I have. Okay, so sort of like one goal is to help educate your audience, and then the second one is to kind of enforce your your personal brand, your sort of unique flavor, and, and kind of get allow people to get a feel of that. Is something right, like that? Right. Right, exactly. Okay, okay. So from these two sets of goals, you were able to choose social media platforms that helped you reach those goals? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think so. Um, it was really more trial and error because you do get caught up in the hype. But I primarily use four social networks consisting of YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. So number one, the big one, YouTube, right from the beginning, I was using it because it has the absolute largest audience for what I was doing, which was primarily the presentations videos. It's also the world's second largest search engine, meaning that if you have videos on YouTube, they can help your search rankings, which is super important. And also, once I had a certain number of videos and subscribers and views, it was kind of like instant credibility when people were deciding whether to work with me or not, because they would look at my YouTube channel and they think, oh, okay, he doesn't have like, three subscribers and like two videos. He's got X number of subscribers and X number of videos and the videos seem okay. So yeah, YouTube still is a platform that helps me accomplish both teaching people and also branding myself. So YouTube, number one. Uh, second one, LinkedIn. It, LinkedIn is really cool because it's basically your digital resume that people can see any time of day, 24-7, right? It's really great for credibility and trust because people can see what experiences that you have, 
They can see the number of connections and the recommendations that you've received. And in my case, for me, that really helps because when people see, okay, I've got, you know, a few, I can't remember how many, how many, like a couple thousand, I don't remember how many thousands of, of uh, followers I have or, or connections I have. But it's always a lot better to have more, I think, because it looks like you're getting out there somehow. And also with the recommendations, they can see that, okay, other people are talking about him. Kind of what we talked about before with like our about page for our websites, right? Mm -hmm. So number three, that's, that's LinkedIn. So with LinkedIn, I think people use that to justify working with me. Number three, Twitter, uh, even though it's starting to fade a little bit, it's still a really good place for me to be on just to stay on the radar for the topics that I'm into. Twitter also really ties well into Instagram, which I happen to love on a personal level because I, I'm you know, a little bit into photography, even though I totally suck at it. But that fourth one, Instagram, is, you know, that's what it is for me. It's a place for people to get to know me on a personal level, even though, you know, okay, obviously I don't try to post up pictures that are bad because I think that if you post up bad pictures and then you're into what I'm into, which is a visual thing, then people kind of so they, like have this like disconnect, right? Mm. So definitely you want to do that well. But anyway, that is, those are basically the four that I use. And that's how my goals kind of help me with choosing those four platforms. Mm. So how about if we give people some action steps to help them decide which social media platforms would be right for their business? Number one is to get involved in conversations where your clients already are. So... Again, there's so many networks out there, uh, social networks out there, and a, a lot of times we get caught up on which one we should be using, or we get this feeling like, oh, I've got to be everywhere, and it kind of gets a little bit stressing. Like even just hearing Carl like being on these four networks, even though I'm doing the same thing, it just kind of gives me a little bit <laughs> of a chill, just because yeah, it's a lot of it's 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 a lot of places to be at the same time. Well, one thing is for certain. And that is that your clients are definitely not in all of these places. And for me, um, like, for example, I, I really enjoy using Snapchat, but I know that none of my clients are on Snapchat. And so should I be investing my time in doing social media there? Well, if I'm just starting out or just trying to think of well, what's a good strategy or try to systematize my social media marketing, I'd probably say not, especially if it doesn't match with any goals to connect with more possible clients. Okay, cool. Okay, so number one is be where your people are. Be where people are, you know, the people you're trying to target, be where they are, and don't worry about the other ones unless, <laughs> unless you really need to. <laughs> In one Second one is to share stuff that can impact your audience's life. So I find, and I'll talk about Facebook particularly, I find that advertisements can be really impressive to me. Like, um, it's like somehow they figured out the words and the style uh, to make an advertisement that it, or like a banner that's catered to me. And, you know, particularly when it comes to building things, like uh, if there's an advertisement for new uh, web development uh, software or something on pro productivity, you know, those definitely grab my attention. Well, why are these advertisements attracting me? And for me, I know it's not because they're just pretty, but it's because it, they key, or I'm sorry, it's because they're keying in on my areas of interest. And I think we should, we can think about that when it comes to sharing our own content, because it can be just as powerful to share a link to an article uh, that is relevant to your audience life. So it helps demonstrate that you understand them or that you're thinking about their situation and uh, kind of puts you in, you know, 
lets them know you're in the know of them, of their lives. Right. It's kind of like when you maybe find something that you know that your friend might like or whatever, and you just share it with them. So it's kind of like that, but doing it for your business instead and doing it for, for your clients or your customers instead. Yeah, being a friend for your clients. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Okay. All right, so how about, the, how about your last one then? What's your last action okay. step? And then number three is bring in your personal insight or your critique whenever possible. It's good to share relevant information with clients or your audience, but it's even better if you can add your personal twist. So, for example, uh, in web design, there's this at the beginning of every year. like There's these articles like, latest uh, trends in web design and they'll usually say like here's a list of the top five and maybe I disagree with two of them so on social media I can use this uh, space to talk about why I disagree with uh, two of the five and uh, and talk about my experiences and some conversation starters and uh, it might help my audience or people that might be interested to seek my services to get a feeling of how I think about things and and how I try to be uh, unique. Right, cool, and that also helps you connect with them too because they might think the same thing or they might just need that, I don't know, Mike's voice of reason to come over the airwaves and just tell them that, okay, this is, this is what I feel and maybe they, 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 because they resonate with you and they, and they trust you, then they'll, they believe you, right? It's that inner voice. The inner voice, exactly. The inner voice of Mike permeating the internet. <laughs> Let's do that. Sticky like ice cream. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so those were awesome. And well, at the very least, you know, they, they at least give people a way to make sense of social media platforms, because as we mentioned, they can be quite overwhelming. So to quickly summarize, social media is a must for branding and marketing for either you personally or for your business. And the, Mike mentioned three action steps. And the first one was to know what your goals are and to kind of go where your audience is to help you choose the right platform. Secondly, to uh, share things that offer value to your audience, so finding things that might be relevant to them and making sure that you get that out there to them. And then number three, which was to bring your personal insight to get the conversation going. So you might be sharing a topic and talking about something, but talk about it from your own perspective and then get the conversation going with your audience. Does that sound about right, Mike? Good marketing sticks like good ice cream. There you go, exactly. Yeah. Is that what I said last week? I can't remember. But I don't know. You said something about sticky. I don't know exactly, but <laughs> <laughs> gotta write it down. Okay. Yeah. Or yeah, you'll write we'll write them down. Yeah. Anyway, and that is this episode of the Brand Ballers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to get fresh new episodes each and every single week. And please let us know if you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Thanks for listening to Brand Ballers, learning to build a brand that people understand. <laughs>